Welcome to the Guaranteed Irish Business Podcast, where each week we're joined by the amazing leaders of Guaranteed Irish member businesses to chat all things business, sustainability, buying Irish, promoting Irish jobs, community, provenance, and so much more. Sponsored by FBD Insurance, Ireland's largest homegrown insurer. Support, it's what we do. Hi there, I'm Breed O'Connell, and joining me today is David Salmon, Sales Director of Torque Candles, an artisan candle maker for over 50 years, and also, I'm delighted to say, a Guaranteed Irish member. David, you're very welcome to the Guaranteed Irish Business Podcast today. Thank you very much. Good to be here. Now, David, Torque Candles, I've been buying them for years, but my goodness, they've gone through a transition. Now, before we get to that with the visitors or the listeners, we need to figure out the history and things like that because it's been around for a long time. It has indeed, yes. Uh, we were founded in 1968. Uh, two families came together and they saw an opportunity to uh, create a business and originally, believe it or not, we were supposed to make ceramics for the Kilkenny Design Group in Kilkenny City. Um, that didn't happen and they decided to make candles instead. So uh, for the first 25 years, 26 years, we were purely a religious candle manufacturer, supplying uh, churches the length and breadth of the country as well as into the UK. Um, and then in the mid sort of 90s, we um, broadened our horizon and we went into catering candles and then we went into retail candles, fragrances, colours, mm-hmm. container filling, all that kind of stuff. So it's been a uh, a long journey. Yeah, so for those of you who are listening and haven't realised the development that has just happened with Torque, obviously they're around for 50 years, as you've said there, David, but the array and the choice and the breadth of selection, the quality, the scent is stunning. Uh, they're absolutely beautiful gifts to give and they're all available on guaranteedirishgifts.ie as as we speak. Um, you, you created, and the story behind it I really like, is the idea of the candles being created to evoke memories. Tell us a little bit about that and what, what that entails. Yes, well, the candle is very important, you know, within the home and obviously giving out uh, light as well as fragrance and mm. ambience. Mm. So, when Sinead, our head of design, uh, took a look at the new range that we wanted to develop, um, core to all of that was the sense that people were going to get from the different fragrances, um, whether it was memories that they were going to evoke or whether it was just feelings that they were going to have. Um, and so a lot of work went into uh, the research for the fragrances, a huge amount of test marketing. Uh, we brought groups of people back into the factory, uh, showed them the process of how we made the candles, how we you know, fine-tuned the fragrances and, and everything that went into it. And once all that was put, put together, we then sent it out to um, our, our own social media subscribers or whatever, or, you know, mm. and people will give us their feedback. So the process probably took 18 months to two years to fine tune everything. OK, but you do have an amazing selection now and it's great to see it. And it's the, the scent is really, really nice um, and the choice of scents and they're very rich and light in some cases, depending on the season and what you're looking for. Talk to me about, um, you know, lighting a candle, because I hadn't realised this, but when you buy a candle and there's a couple of wicks in it, you know, you have one wick that's high, then the the, the wax is low on the other side of the, the glass container. And you're thinking, how do I get this balance? There's a whole process to that. Take us through a little. Educate us in terms yes. of lighting a candle, please. Well, very much so. It is very important to get the most out of your candle. Uh, we would recommend that you would burn, depending on the diameter of the candle, mm. you would burn it out to as close to the edge as possible. Now, mm. what that does is a candle has a memory as such. The wax pull will stay 
that way the whole way down. So in other words, the usual average is if you burn a candle for four hours at a time, mm. you won't get tunneling down the middle mm. or, and you'll get a perfectly burning candle that would burn evenly down mm. the whole way. What you don't want to do is come home, have your meal and put a candle on for 20 minutes or half an hour and blow it out because all that'll do is just tunnel down the middle okay. and, you, and eventually... Uh, it'll sort of drown the wick as such and the candle will go out. So to correct something like that, really it's all about putting hours into a candle is what we'd say. So do you disperse the the hot wax around to the edges of the glass then? Yeah, by, by leaving it burning, uh, the wick will consume the wax over time. So if you if you have a situation where you have tunneled in the middle, as we call it in the yeah. trade, you just need to burn it even longer than four hours for it to correct itself so that the wax pool will get to a, a decent enough size that it's out near the edge. OK, so I'm completely guilty of the other thing. So. Yeah, well, well <laughs> okay, I need to mul- mul- multi wicks can be a problem <laughs> when you have three or four wicks in a candle. It can get difficult, but it's very important to try and get them to burn evenly down. OK, so it has become it's pretty much a new phenomenon, really, up to, as you said, in the history of even Torque, but all candle makers, mm. it was really um, churches and religious that we were reared on, if yes, you like, yes. of a certain age. Now everybody has a different candle and a different scent for every room in their house. How has that evolved? And, and it, it has opened up a whole new business and economy, hasn't it? Oh, it has. And we would always say that in trends, mm. um, we'd be maybe a couple of years behind uh, the European trends. So for argument's sake, right now, you'd find that Ireland and the UK are probably closer in trends to the US right. and North American market than they would be to the European market. Because a lot of the European countries fragrance wouldn't be the biggest seller. Mm. They, you know, so uh, I give an example. We were we went over to Norway uh, mm. to a, a, a group of stores over there that wanted to take on fragrance candles for the first time because nobody in, Nor- in Norway, more or less now, mm. uh, would be buying fragrance candles. And the reason for that is because of the temperatures are so cold, they don't have their windows and their doors open right. to the same extent. So fragrance would become overpowering in yes. a home. Whereas Amazing. we would have ventilation and, you know, of and course. everything else. So, yeah, f- fragrance would be very strong and it's very much driven. You know, certainly social media would be a strong mm. driver as well. A and whole lifestyle yeah, piece, lifestyle isn't it? Is, yeah. yes. it's, it's like it can be very relaxing in a room and creating not just, as you said, the scent, but also the ambience is lovely, the lighting. Absolutely, yeah. So you've gone through a massive rebrand yourself, but you've also invested heavily as a business. Let's just talk yes. about the economics of it in your design studio, design process, your branding. Talk to us a little bit about that and what went on and what was involved and where that's going. Well, as I had said to you previously, we have come from this religious and uh, mass production type uh, uh, background over the years. And we we looked at the owners of the business looked at uh, our candle range and we realised we were kind of we weren't we were hit and miss. We weren't really doing it justice. We're uh, the number one candle manufacturer in Ireland, probably number two in between the UK and Ireland in size. And yet we weren't really, you know, shouting about what we were doing or doing our product justice. So we we took a view that we needed to take in some really good uh, design expertise. And we were very lucky to get Sinead Claxton, who's come in as our head of design, and she's put a team around her and she's literally brought us back to basic, you know, what we're good at. And then we've sort of, you know, put so much resources into picking the right fragrance, mm. so much resources into getting the blend of wax right and then obviously packaging, which would be her area of expertise. So we've some beautiful packaging going along with 
stunning products you know yeah so. well well done you're on a, a great journey there and it's great to see the guaranteed Irish G on it but uh, most importantly the product uh, is made uh, in Ireland and it's supporting jobs down in County Carlow how many jobs now there we employ just shy of 50 people Amazing. and we work uh, two shifts throughout the year so um, yeah it's uh, it's a it's a busy factory and it's it's you know, it's it's great to see. Yeah, and no, well done. And into the Midlands, very much needed. And as we go through, I suppose, yet again, heading into turbulent times, David, mm. uh, it's great to see it and great to see such demand. And I'm really interested to see as well how many in terms of products and um, business you're go- doing. You're very strong in the domestic market. But what about overseas and export? Where are we on yeah, that? No, we are... Um, We've we've been more cautious, let's yeah. say, over the with, since Brexit came yes, in. We did have quite a little, uh, quite a bit of business in the UK. We pulled back a little bit, but we have one or two major um, retailers that we deal with in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, our candles are are exported to Australia, and um, also to Japan, um, and then further out into Europe. A little bit, not mm. not. I suppose the old saying is like. Um, Poland and Germany would be the largest producers of candles mm. uh, per okay. country worldwide. So, you know, we need to be more niche yes, and, of and we specialise in our particular area. OK, so a uh, couple of products I want to talk to you about. You have the talk us through your product range, David, because I think there's real interest here, not just for uh, consumers, but also for retailers who are yes, listening. Yeah, well, we um, we brought our uh, this new range out, this signature range out in two phases. Phase one, we have a, a tumbler candle, which is a 30 CL tumbler candle. It'll burn for about 60 hours burning um, and that um, would retail in the trade for about 25 euros. Mm-hmm. And then we've also brought out a 200 mil diffuser, which uh, again, they all have their own unique style bottle mm. with mm. reed sticks, etc. And uh, that would retail at, at 30 uh, euros. So very giftable prices for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. And now Irish, which is really uh, important. Everything, everything is made in Ireland. Uh, we also would have uh, a little travel pack, which is a, a three pack of uh, smaller miniature candles, uh, which goes very well. And then one thing that we brought out to the market that it was kind of at the start it was a buy by the way but we've been surprised online and in retail how well it's selling we we boxed lighting tapers yes and you don't see it in the religious end of the mm. religious business you'll see mm. lighting tapers everywhere mm. but in retail you don't mm. so we've brought out a little box of lighting tapers mm. there's eight or ten lighting mm. tapers in the box and it's been phenomenally successful. Mm. You'd, you'd look at internet orders coming in and it's, you know, I think they're 4 95 mm. retail or something for the little box. Mm. But very handy if you're if you're mm. lighting the multi-wick candles, the mm. three or four, so you don't burn your fingers. That's right. And the most important thing is you don't drop by accident uh, a matchstick very into the important. pool. Yeah. So uh, from a safety point of view. Mm. Then phase two, um, which is only launching around now, mm-hmm. um, we have brought out uh, four uh, beautiful, large uh, four-wick candles in in uh, lovely packaging, as well as a very large diffuser. So that's all just launching around now. And the large one, retail, and the diffuser. Uh, they're both retailing at around eighty-five. Each. Each. Yeah. The large one I've seen, it's absolutely stunning. Yes. Uh, look, well wear and well done to your team. Uh, yes. Yourself, obviously, founders, owners and the team, the design, the design team have just worked wonders. It's a beautiful uh, product and it's a great story in terms of it. sustainability. I want to talk to you about that because yes. sustainability is the buzzword on all our lives, basically for the rest of our lives, let's be honest. Yes. Uh, we have to be kind to the environment. What way are your products in that line and what journey are you on? 
We um, started this process about three years ago and uh, have to be honest, it was one of our larger retailers kind of nudged you, nudged us. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's no harm saying that. Mm, good, um, good to hear it. And it was uh, a company that we would supply product to in the UK and further afield. And they want to take plastic out of all their packaging that we were doing of for course, them. Yeah. And in one year alone, um, from 2019 to 2020, we were able to take six tonnes of plastic because, you know, people would use plastic inserts to hold candles in place. That's They'd right. use uh, acetate boxes to yes. pack gifts. By cutting all of that out, we were able to take six tonnes in one year alone out of circulation that would have gone into, you know, Lovely. landfill or wherever. So I want to investigate that a little bit further. So when you took six tonnes out in one year to research replacement products that weren't plastic. Yes. How long did that take and how much did that cost or was the cost offset by the cost of plastic and landfill? There was no increase in cost of the product. What It, it just um, required us to be more imaginative. Mm. So we use cardboard inserts mm. and we were able to, you know, if we had to spot glue some a candle in place for mm. a particular gift pack, we were able to do that. But we were able to cut it out mm. completely. And we now um, internally in the factory, because the first thing you have to do is do it at home first. For sure. You know, there's no point us producing an envir- a sustainable product for a customer and yet our practice in the factory sure. are the same. So. For the last two, two and a half years, we've been slowly uh, moving away from plastic where possible. And we've started introducing electric vehicles into our fleet. So half the cars in the business at the moment would be electric and the view would be as progression. You know, all the vehicles will go. They all go electric. So where we can, we're looking at that. Uh, We obviously generate heat within the factory when we're making candles. We have the heat of the candles because we're trying to cool them. So we're taking that hot air and we're um, redistributing it throughout the factory. So we're cutting down on... um, Was that very expensive for a business who employ 50 people? So I'm just wondering the overall initial capital expenditure on that. How how did you fund that or was it offset by the savings? A lot of it has been offset by the savings. Now, the major capital expenditure hasn't occurred yet. Like we Mm. are looking at solar panels. Mm. We are looking at, you know, upgrading insulation in certain Mm. areas of the building. So there will be capital expenditure that Mm. has to happen. Mm. Um, There should be help for that though as well. There should be help. To the SEI and all that. Yeah, Yeah. you'd like to think so. And we are looking at that the whole time. Really, we're on a journey. A journey, And I would think over the next two years we would be optimising. Oh, that's brilliant. Well, look, well done you. And Guaranteed Irish has a sustainability uh, handbook uh, that's suitable for those journeys for yes. all the members out there. So as a member, make sure to all of you who are listening to go online and download that from guaranteedirish.ie website. In terms of um, that journey, I'm really impressed and it's great to see it. And an ad really for those who haven't started yet, but I think a lot of businesses have. And I suppose mm. the smaller businesses are always a little bit nervous of how much will it cost me to get going and in a lot of cases, I'm delighted to hear you saying mm. it has been offset by the savings. Yeah. There is there is a, a way around, you know, reducing the amount of plastic that we use. You know, we haven't eradicated it yet. For sure. But, but you're on, you know, you're on we the should road. all be going in the right direction because any bit that you can 
save and and then let the public know let your consumers know yeah. that i have you know made this saving i have helped mm. the environment and the con- conscious consumer as we now term them yes. are so aware of this and they are demanding we see it on the guaranteed irish gift study they are looking for the sustainability section yes. and that has a lot of traffic on it so it's very interesting to see how that's all you know um getting through the cut through is getting through to the consumer and they're demanding it and at the end of the day our product isn't going to sell if they're not happy with what they're buying it's not but it's, it's great that you in fairness with Guaranteed Irish are getting the message out there because it's so important in the environment we're in mm. at the moment with the uncertainty and mm. energy costs and everything else like there's a, so many businesses out there that are you know making really top quality product and it's so important for the consumers to support them mm. you know because they're they're making sure that everything that you is put in front of you is the premium quality you know it is made to the highest of standards Absolutely so the whole ethos of Guaranteed Irish is about supporting local businesses in a sustainable fashion Correct. so the whole piece is, is around that You're a member of the Irish and British Candle Making Association I'm intrigued about that David tell us more about that and what impacts that has on your business and the products well, it's a massive impact, believe it or not. Um, the Irish Candle Makers Association is very small. There's right. two or three members, probably not that active. Um, right. But the British Candle Makers Association would be very active. They have about 40 members. And um, Now, I have to stop you there because there's a lot of Irish candle makers out there, a lot more than two or three. So yes, now there would be joined. a criteria that you right. have to have, say, two full-time employees right. before you could yeah, become a member. Yeah, yeah, there I, is a few. Yeah, yeah OK. Yeah. So but, tell us about the British piece. So and what we found, we're the only Irish members of the British Candle Makers Association. Mm. And the reason we requested and they had to pass a, a motion to let us join the reason we want you that is they're very proactive when it comes to chemical legislation, oh, yeah. safety legislation coming out of Europe. So we have found that, you know, we're finding out things far sooner, far quicker, and we're able to react. So over the last three or four years, there's been huge advances made um, in the labeling of candles and sure. diffusers, safety labeling, you know, um, UFI numbers. So mm. every candle now and diffuser has to have a UFI number, which means if if somebody got an allergic reaction to a, a fragrance yeah. that was in a home, they're able to look up the UFI number and ring the poison centre and all right. the details of the candle will be there. Amazing. So we kind of, we were, we came along with this process, but it was through the British candle makers and obviously the Irish that we yeah. were able to uh, get all this information. So you're making the Irish and British candle making association, you're the <laughs> Irish piece. So I'm delighted to see that. Yeah. Um, we are on the Guaranteed yeah. Irish Business yeah. Podcast after all. I was on my own when they did have the discussion about Brexit, <laughs> I have to say. Uh, but anyway, Oh yeah, yeah wise yeah. man there. Yeah. Um, in terms of your approach to staff, you've kept some of them for the full 50 years since your business has started. Yes. How did you do that? The absolute backbone of our business mm. is our staff. Mm. And it is the most important element of our business. Um, the person you're referring to, uh, John Cummins, he's 48, uh, nearly 49 years working in our business. Um, we um, This year we took out an old machine. We had a big, huge machine taking up about a third of the factory. It was a rotary machine mm. and it just wasn't economical to run mm. it anymore. But John was the only man that could run it. Mm. Um, he's... Um, with us now a long time and uh, the amount of knowledge he'd have on candlemaking is absolutely fabulous and his help throughout the factory he'll help somebody who's only come in the door mm. like we've a lot oh, of people that case. are 20 plus years mm. working in the factory mm. it's a good place to work it's a, it's a nice relaxed environment mm. um, and you know there's no hierarchy in it you know we're mm. all kind of mm. get on together as a team says David Salmon who's the boss right <laughs> I'm impressed with that. 
<laughs> Looking towards the future, David, I do need to ask you in terms of the collections for 2023 and beyond. The current collection is stunning. What's the next big plan? Sinead has uh, huge plans. Um, We are looking at, um, you know, sustainable, the circular economy, bringing that into our product range as well. Oh, music to my ears. It's all in our own agenda. That's very much where we're the vision over the next two years. Sinead will have... uh, fragrances, new fragrances, as well as new product ranges to add into this range. But at the same time, you know, we're, it's co- constantly evolving. OK, well, well done. I think that's great credit due to you and you've great vision and clearly energy to go with it. You're coming up to Christmas yourself. You've lots of gifts to buy. Our call on everybody this year is to get the G under the tree. Absolutely. What are you doing, David Salmon, of Tor Candles to get the G under the tree? What kind of gifts are you going to give? Well, uh, we're we're personally, as a family, we're only going to get the G under the tree, as they say. Uh, And as an anecdote, uh, I'm involved with the local community council and uh, we had a craft fair on Mm, Sunday. And like that, we had quite an array of Irish crafts made. This is North County, Dublin. And we had leather goods manufacturers, jewellery manufacturers. So quite a... And we were encouraging everybody in the community, in the wider villages Mm. of North County, Dublin. I know I'm digressing away from Mm, candles. But they all were so well supported. And I can tell you, I already know one of the gifts I'm getting for Christmas, a lovely leather bound uh, journal and uh, beautifully uh, hand stitched and all. So really, when it comes to quality, if you can try your best, that extra, if it is an extra euro or two, please, you know, shop the G under the tree, but certainly support Irish made products, you know. Well, thank you very much, David Salmon, sales director of Torque Candles. I'll be definitely buying mine. And uh, thank you for joining us. And for all gifts out there, guaranteedirishgifts.ie, where you go directly to the maker and the producer. It's commission free and the only objective is to support Irish. Thank you so much for joining us, David. Thank you. Thanks very much. If you found this advice helpful for your business, please subscribe on Apple, Spotify or Acast. It's free for all and we welcome your feedback. Remember, by considering Irish businesses, you are not only sustaining local employment, but you are also playing your role in reducing the carbon footprint. If you feel your business can benefit from networking with like-minded businesses here in Ireland, contact guaranteedirish.ie for more information. The Guaranteed Irish Business Podcast, sponsored by FBD Insurance, Ireland's largest homegrown insurer. Support. It's what we do.